XYZ Podcast, where we talk about entertainment and the creative process. Uh, my name is Eco. I'm the Y. I'm Zach. I'm the Z. And today our X Factor is... Alexa! Alexa! Alexa. Uh, Alexa bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Um, I mean, we're on. Uh, I'm on a team with Alexa at yes. the crowd, Straight Sugar. Yes. Um, cool. You also are the proprietor of Crushline. Oh yes. Yeah, <laughs> Probably the most important credit. Proprietor. <laughs> I like that. The, that implies there's money involved at all. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, but I do run Crushline. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and anything else you want to drop, or anything else you want the audience to know before we dive into. All sure. the other stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, part of a two-person team called Golden Emblem. Oh, that's right, with, with Jess Benson. Yes, and uh, we perform around. Um, uh, what else? God, I always think, uh, I always, like, forget, like, just key, I, I know, <laughs> key I know. points that I'm doing. I, I like, like, I do the same thing. in my life. <laughs> just remember, if you forget them, it's because they don't matter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true, that's not true. <laughs> It's true now. <laughs> <laughs> it's public record. Yep. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah, we can we can jump straight in from there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very new to this. What do I do? No, no, no. Just, we just talk about whatever we talk about. Like, yeah. This okay. podcast has no discernible format. Like we, except for the Steve Israel Memorial question. Oh yes, the the Steve that's, that's pretty much the only question. Well, surprise me. Surprise. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Steve right. Israel is also alive. But, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, he's, so don't he's worry a great dude. That. He's alive, but he's in Baltimore, so like, is you're he ba- alive? Yeah, you're basically done at that point. Yeah, you know, just yeah. people in Maryland don't exist. <laughs> um, I say this as yeah. the son of a Marylander. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have never been to Maryland, but man, have I been just craving crab cakes lately? Oh, crab yeah? cakes, crab cakes. Crab <laughs> uh, yeah. I I I was there as a kid. My uh, my dad had some academic thing. He was doing his PhD. And so we kind of did, we kind of fold that into a vacation where, like, tour of the East Coast type thing. Oh. But what I remember most about Baltimore was the aquarium was really cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to go to that, like, every year. I was oh, yeah. obsessed with it. I grew up in Northern Virginia, which is essentially Southern Maryland. Oh. Uh, and then, like, my dad was obsessed with Maryland because he grew up there. And he would take us all the time. It was, it was cool. It's a cool place. I don't like crabs or seafood, but uh, Old Bay Seasoning? choice. <laughs> what do you use the seasoning on? Literally everything. Uh, Fries. That's probably the best one. Fries. That sounds good. And then you get like Old Bay chips or whatever. Oh, these are all potato items. Uh, <laughs> you can like put it on a burger. These are all still the same item essentially. Uh, I mean like name a food. You could probably put it on there. Yeah. You could probably make a pasta, a stir fry. That would be a different kind of stir fry. I don't know. Very different. <laughs> uh, I, my favorite seasoning mix is adobo <laughs> made okay. by Goya. And that is some, yeah, that is another thing you could put on literally everything. Mm-hmm. Like it, like the actual like packaging just has like yeah. every single kind of meat you could possibly imagine like on the front. <laughs> like, hey, this is good for yeah. all of it. Uh, but I was, uh, I've been like a, like, oh, a very lazy vegetarian, and uh, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Oh, what do I use this on now?" And uh, using it on rice is so clutch. I highly recommend <laughs> it. I'll it's, it. Although I found out it's mostly just salt, and I found out that most seasoning mixes are mostly just salt. Yeah. But yeah. Whatever, salt is good. It's okay, salts. 
Yeah, so <laughs> if it ain't the, broke, don't fix it. Yeah, so it's not the worst thing in the world. Apparently, it's when you combine it with sugar that it becomes addictive and bad. Oh. Yeah. Well, salt and that's sugar? my favorite thing, though, is well, mixing I, salt and sugar. What? Well, apparently, I, I don't remember where this is from, but um, fast. It's a common like. Actually, it's like the, the three things is salt, sugar, and fat. Like you mix those three things together, and I think this is apparently in a lot of fast food. And that it's like super addictive, and that's kind of like oh. one of the root causes of like this the obe- obesity epidemic and all this all this stuff. Wow. Yeah. Well, those are all good things. Yeah, <laughs> separately, separately, and in the right amounts. Yeah, but yeah, see, that's exactly why though. Is like they all taste good. You, it sounds like they don't really quite go together, but like if you do it in the right way, apparently it just becomes this addictive thing. Well, I mean. I think it is, yeah, in a lot of stuff. Like, I think even not yeah. necessarily fast food. Like, yeah. even, like, pastries and stuff, you usually add a pinch of salt. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I spend all my time watching cooking videos, guys. So <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot yeah. of cooking in theory. <laughs> yeah. Um, in practice, no. <laughs> I don't even know the theory, and when people try to explain cooking to me, I just get... I just kind of get glassy-eyed and just kind of <laughs> go off into a dream world. It's bad. It's the reason I can't cook. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We had a... I mean, when Liz was on, we had a whole... We talked a lot about food making, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm worried that there are points I probably got glassy-eyed and was like... <laughs> I was just thinking about, I don't know, swimming through clouds. Yeah. I think, like, for me, um, I, I don't really cook anymore, but when I used to, it was mainly a thing of follow the recipe first, get it right once, and then you can, once you get it right, you know what each ingredient contributes, then you can adjust a little bit. And then, then you can make your own stuff. It's pretty pretty quickly, actually. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> I have like three meals that I make and I make them really well, but there's just yeah, those yeah. three things over and over and over. At least you make them well. I have like three dishes also and yeah. I don't make them well. <laughs> but I make them repeatedly. That's well, yeah. That, I mean that I just never improve. <laughs> In fact I think they get worse. I don't know. Yeah. I'm also a huge takeout monster. i yeah. I love I love takeout so much. It's truly a problem. Uh, yeah, especially because I don't like leftovers, so I just have to like, like, just like you just cram it all at once. Gorge on takeout. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we were talking before first about basically TV shows, right? Yes. So, um, uh, we can talk about we can talk about Mad Men, Mad Men first because you're you're rewatching it currently. Yes, kind of watched it. I okay, so I oh, watched no, you know, it. Like you've watched it. You yeah. definitely watched it. You haven't finished. I, it. I explained before the recording that I watched about the first five seasons. It feels kind of like a fever dream because I don't really remember most of it, but I remember really enjoying it. Uh, but I watched it all on like or not all. I watched the first four to five seasons. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I I ended after my favorite character had a very clear exit from the show. Oh, that wasn't oh. why I finished. I just like that was I yeah, just yeah. never returned to. I it. mean, yeah. I get spoilers for Mad Men, but it's been so long since it's been over at this point. Yeah, you know, I feel like this is the bulk of what I'm gonna talk about. So I'm yeah. gonna say, yeah. I'm gonna say right now, listeners, <laughs> yeah. if you have not seen the show, turn it off unless you don't care. And which case, I, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of like. 
I like spoilers in a sense, like, <laughs> I like, well, I like, like, people talking about things that I don't have, like, context for, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that sounds very interesting yeah. to me. We like, were actually talking to Carlos about this on our last episode a little yes. bit. What? About, oh my god. Well, no, no, not to, like, say that you're stepping into, like, repeated territory, but it's no, just, no, like, no, no. the idea of spoilers and, like, caring about them. Yeah. Uh, and I used to be somebody who cared about them a lot, and I still do a little bit, but I'm starting to realize sometimes... It's kind of good to be a little spoiled sometimes. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, and especially because I feel like, I mean, Mad Men does have, like, pretty clear, like, twists and, like, events and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't think that's what the show's about. It's no. Yeah, it's not yeah. really. I think, like, It feels a show, like a like, mood piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like like a show like Game of Thrones is, like, very much about, like, yeah. what's <laughs> going to happen next, who's going to die, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, yeah. like... And yeah. all the book readers had yeah. an advantage. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I used uh, to lord that over people. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I, that show was on when I was in college, and uh, we would um, oh, we would have this guy come over our place who had read the books, mm-hmm. um, and he would always tell us about how this and that was different in the book, and this is going to happen in the book, and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And me and my roommate, like, couldn't say anything because he would bring a pizza every time. So we were just like, <laughs> don't want to lose we the pizza. In, again, it, no. in it for the pizza, so we yeah. just very politely listened to this as we were trying to watch this show. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. <laughs> so so Mad Men. So you've been rewatching it. Uh, Zach has watched the bulk of it actually. Yeah, that's remember. most of the shows. <laughs> yeah, there's only like two more seasons after that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah honestly, I don't remember what happens. Honestly, hot take. I don't think the last two seasons are that good, but oh. or I think they're okay. But I don't know. I've, okay, when I I'm okay. I'm sort of rewatching it. So I've rewatched Mad Men like mm-hmm. three times mm-hmm. all the okay. way through. I'm yeah. close to that, but probably twice all the way through. Yeah. Or Rather multiple times in preparation for the end, right? And then and then um, like a lot of random episodes because I would read some blog about some analysis, yes. and I would want to go back and watch that. Oh my gosh, end. I do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> that's like my yeah. So and yeah, so this recently I've just like re- like randomly rewatched a season five, uh-huh. um, which I think might be my favorite season. season which five. we can talk oh. about it. Yeah. Um, it is a great season because it's a it's a heavy price season and price is the best. <laughs> Why do you like Wait, price so much? I don't know. I just like Jared Harris. <laughs> Jared, Jared Harris is pretty cool. Have you seen The Crown? Do you watch The Crown? I have not seen The Crown. Oh, the Crown's the fucking best and it's got Jared Harris. It has Jared Harris for like three episodes. Yeah. I can't imagine. Okay, this is like really the only thing I've ever seen Jared Harris in and I can't imagine him like not as lame. Like does he? Like, <laughs> he's the king. He's King uh, George, I want to say. Yeah, he's yeah. He, he plays have you ever seen the King's Speech? Yeah. He plays Confirm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's because essentially the the Crown is just a sequel to the King's Speech, or at least that's my headcanon. Yeah. I know they're both real things that actually happen. <laughs> yeah. In that sense, every historical movie is a sequel of itself. Um, <laughs> major, major spoilers. Major. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's I don't know. He's he's another stuff. He's the bad guy and. Sherlock Holmes Game of Shadows. Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah, he plays Professor Moriarty. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Well, I mean, I only ask, like, does he act different? Like, it's like, I can only imagine him as, like, bumbling little late, so I just imagine it was, like, bumbling little King George. It kind of fits a little bit, uh, but he's all, I don't know, I, I, he has other character moments. It's... it's yeah. It's a good show, yeah. Yeah. And, he, and he's menacing in the Sherlock Holmes series by Guy Ritchie. Yeah. But like in a, in a 
in a realistic way, like in a, Does he pull in a way off, where it's right? actually menacing, or is it like, come on, Lane? <laughs> come on, Lane. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not as attached to him as his Mad Men character, which it sounds like you might be. <laughs> so I didn't really see him as, even though that was like as soon as he came on the screen in Sherlock Holmes, I was like, oh, that's the British guy from Mad Men. Uh, but uh, I don't know, and he's also the son of like a. Great one of yeah. one of England's greatest actors. Richard. Oh, really? Richard yeah. Harris. Yeah. Richard yeah. Harris, the original Dumbledore. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of, I was just randomly thinking about this. So, yeah. so like Lane is like you know the only main British character, and like I just find it so funny that all the other British characters in this show are like literal cartoons. <laughs> like, <laughs> like bow ties. Yeah. Like every other character is written like so three dimensionally, and like you have just this like set of stereotypes, just like Sinjin. just like crashing Sinjins. Jesus. Oh my god! <laughs> and then the uh, the sales guy with the with the with a foot. Oh, oh my god! Man. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that was truly a uh, that episode. I, <laughs> I love that episode. Wait, is this the guy? His foot gets run over by a lawnmower. Yes, is that yeah, the guy? Yeah, okay. by a lawnmower. Yeah. There are a few moments I remember from the show. Yeah. Yes, that was a that's a one. very memorable moment. Yeah, that's really I'm like memorable. very squeamish when it comes to violence, but I yeah. had to watch that part like three times because I. Because, like, uh, this is what I love. So, uh, mm-hmm. God, I'm just going to go off on a tangent. Yeah, yes. This is what I love about Mad Men is that, like, you think it's one thing, but then it'll throw in these moments that are like, what? This this doesn't belong in this show. <laughs> yeah. But oh. that's what makes them so great. <laughs> like, yeah. that moment in particular, I was like, I can't believe this is happening yeah. on this show. I definitely rewinded right away. Because I think I'm, I'm a bad at watching TV, and I was probably looking at my phone when it happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, what? What? No, what? I don't know. It feels feels different. Yeah. That's a Game of Thrones moment. Yeah. yeah. It totally is. That's the equivalent of Mad Men's Red Wedding. <laughs> yeah. Um, that... I, I just, I love the way the other Brits um, reflected on that. He's like, he had so much potential. Yeah. But he'll never make another sale again. Yeah. And I'm like, what? It's sales. It's not fucking, like, an athletic event. Yeah, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think that is, like, a... I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know where that thought is going, but... Well, it's, like, uh, they're... They're thinking a lot about, like, their... Like, a lot of the characters are, like, just, like, their industries, like, amorality. Yes, and, like, obviously. how it yeah. all... Like, <laughs> just how, like, any little thing can, like, you know sort of like put people out of the running but it's like never what you think it would be like yeah like you know like oh yeah for sure you can like you know like uh not that i think this is a bad thing but you like prostitute yourself for a sale or this and that but like Mm -hmm. if you lose a foot well you become an object of pity so therefore you cannot make the sale you know or like can i get these clients yeah it's just so yeah uh that that drove home Partially, I mean, later other things drove that home more, but just, you know, the nature of knowing people and the nature, the way business was done and somewhat, you know, and still probably is in, in some places. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just not something you see very often. Yeah. And, and even, and even like on a, on a more normal business thing, like the boardroom scenes are not something you see in, uh, in media generally. And I found yeah. them, I mean, I found those fascinating to watch. Yeah. yeah, like, uh, like, what do you mean, like the like pitches and stuff, or like no, 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 not even that, but like um, the um, w- uh, the one that stuck uh, stuck out in my head was 
the meeting where the, they discussed the merger, mm-hmm. and Don just uh, just like you know basically slapped a duck down. Oh yeah. He, he, he left the room, and and then they were like, you know, he duck was like, yeah, fuck him. And the other guys look at each other, and they're like, no, no, fuck you, Doc, basically. <laughs> and then they push him out. Yeah, that was really interesting, because you never see those dynamics. But also, that's also very old school. Um, he's just like, it's very old school. Like, Don's like, I'm more of a man than you. I'm walking out. Yeah, uh, yeah. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and yeah, I think, I think that is sort of an interesting aspect of the show. Is like, kind of, because, yeah, I've, again, very fresh off season five. But, like, I mm-hmm. think... Like, season five is when, like, a lot of things start changing, and I think it's, you know, sort of reflective of, like, you know, everything sort of changing in the mid-60s, like, you know, contemporaneously, but, like, uh, how all the characters in that, like, throughout that season sort of get sick of dumb shit and, like, like, don't let him get away with stuff like that or don't think that, like, his talent merits his behavior anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, and, like... Yeah, I don't think I think it comes to a head right in season six, I think. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, it's sort of interesting to see that, and that's the that's the episode um, uh, in mid season Lady Lazarus where he listens to the Beatles song to like try and get into them. And then, oh yeah, like, he, he just immediately turns it off. Yeah, because yeah. he just doesn't understand. Yeah, yeah, doesn't get it. I love that moment yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's that's a good moment. Yeah, I'm a big fan of every time in that show when they try to do something in the '60s that's like, oh, this is a changing thing, and then yeah. one of those like stodgy old people, like John Draper, is like, yeah, oh no, this this isn't for me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I like to think I don't really remember it that well, but I'm I I've been thinking about like because there's an episode where they go to see Psycho, right? Um, it, do they? They see some movies, but I don't remember which. I don't ever remember the actual movie. They probably do. I'm I'm like ninety percent certain they go to see Psycho, and it's like this whole thing because that's like a movie that like changed things a little bit, and they were like, they just didn't get it. I don't know. I I forget what their reaction was. I don't know. I'm I shouldn't be talking about that, but I don't know. I mean, clearly it didn't happen if you guys don't. No, I try to think. I try to think. Well, I try to think of other because they do. That's another thing about I like about. Uh, it's sort of like a subtle thing, but like Don and Peggy are just like, like consuming media all the time, yeah. and like they like don't like super talk about it, but they're like always at the movies or always like reading everything, and yeah. like, but yeah, again, it's all like in service for the pitch or whatever. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of interesting smaller things too, like um, there there was a sm- the really a pretty subtle reference to the Stonewall riots that I I didn't pick up because I didn't I didn't know the history of that mm-hmm. but reading a blog I, uh, I I got it but it was um uh, I don't think this I think this is past where where Zach watched it but it's uh where Bob is it Bob Benson yes yeah, yeah Bob Benson <laughs> um, yeah. I love Bob so yeah. much <laughs> where um he he had already gone to Detroit and then he came back to New York uh-huh. and it turned out that his um that his boss was gay basically right and then um he was arrested by the cops because uh-huh. the cops had uh, approached him uh at, like pretending to be gay and basically asking for sex right right and mm-hmm. then they 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 arrest him and beat him up and that was a reference to what was happening in New York and like what led to the Stonewall riots yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even realize that but because like I yeah, okay I was like okay that's fucked up 
but I didn't realize it was a reference too. Yeah, yeah, um, and I think I just read this too. Uh, that uh, like so, uh, Joan's address is like really close to uh, the Stonewall Inn as well. Oh so, yeah, and like yeah. her and Bob are friends, so like right. it all sort of like yeah. really is very yeah. much in this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was another moment in the, like the first season that. I, I, I think I, I did I com- probably completely missed the significance of it like the first time but like I don't remember when it became more conscious like I became more conscious of it but it was um, so the first season um, it's Rachel and Don at the at lunch or dinner uh-huh. um, and it's Don trying to get information about uh, Jewish culture essentially because right. he was trying to pitch the Israeli right. Israelis to become the advertiser for something for like tours of Israel or yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. and so they sit down and talk and Rachel says something like you hate us right and, and then Don says I don't hate you and then Rachel says yeah but individuals are fine yeah yeah and and I I, I completely missed this the first time but then I thinking back on it it's like a big commentary on how racism works basically yeah yeah and it's how and I think back to things like um I forget, there's a band that was mostly uh, people of color that was actually asked to play at a Ku Klux Klan thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they were, like, safe, but it was also just really strange. I forget right. if it was a rap group or if it was, like, a, a rock group. Maybe it was Rage Against the Machine or something, mm-hmm. or, like, maybe... Um, I don't remember exactly well, That's who the it whole was. one of the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. Philosophy. Exactly, yeah. and that was... Sure. Yeah, and they... It was really subtle, mm-hmm. but... Now that I know that that's what it was talking about, it's I, it just sticks out in my mind now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I wasn't okay. So this uh, this is very bad, but I read a lot of stuff on the internet, like at work, like and don't work because I'm just reading about. <laughs> yeah. You mean what ninety percent of people do? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Whatever. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. Uh, um, I was just, like, looking up different Mad Men things, which uh, yeah. I would love to say is in preparation for this show, but it is also <laughs> just what I do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and um, it's, uh, it's sort of an interesting perspective because Matthew Wiener is Jewish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I didn't know uh, until I read that today. Mm-hmm. And so I and I was just, like, thinking about, like, all the different moments on the show. Like, uh, they get the Manischewitz account in season five. Yeah. Um, and... Why do uh, I not remember that? <laughs> Manischewitz is big. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, is big. And Michael Ginsburg's character. Yeah, and, Ginsburg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's very uh, sort of interesting, uh, like, different cultural perspectives. And, th- well, uh, yeah, but this is, like, my one, like, sort of big criticism of the show mm-hmm. is that, like, uh, I think they, like, try to, or, I mean, I understand that, like, uh, and I like that a lot of, like, the things that are happening in the 60s, like, a lot of... Uh, you know the like especially like the civil rights movement mm-hmm. and um and all these other things are sort of so off these characters radars that yeah. it doesn't mm-hmm. really come up much for them yeah uh but i do think that like they maybe missed some opportunities to include like more <laughs> different kinds of people yeah yeah like yeah, yeah. like i mean 
because I don't know, like uh, like Don Don the receptionist, yes. her character I I love, but like I wish she got like better storylines because I feel yep. like there's so much there and like she gets like one maybe like two if you count her sleeping over Peggy's house. Right, but, like, I remember that. Yeah, 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 I remember that because the purse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's another subtle thing. It's basically yeah. like, so they, they she sleeps over because I don't remember the reason. Oh, because of the riots. There's Okay. Yeah. There's riots in Dot's neighborhood. Oh, right. And okay. so her brother doesn't want to ride the train, so she's been sleeping in the office. Okay. And Peggy's there late, and she invites Don over to her house to sleep over. Right, right. And and then when she's there, so she, yeah. she has a hesit- moment of hesitation of whether or not to leave her purse out, I think. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, that was a super yes. set, it's another super subtle thing, which is this is what I love about it. It's like there are a lot of super subtle things that you, if you pick up on, you just understand more about people. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. <laughs> that's, um, it. That's, that's all, Mad Men. <laughs> Mad Men has the secret to understanding people. <laughs> Don't watch any other show. Just watch Mad Men, and you'll know humanity. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Well, I don't Do know. Guys... I don't know if I, well, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I don't know if I uh, agree that it's a, a commentary on people in general. I think it does some things well about, or like, well, I don't know. Because it's a hard thing. Like, you can't really. You can't super overgeneralize. Yeah. There's yeah. no one. Oh, like, no, I was joking. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> no, I know. But like, yeah. Anyway. It's still worth responding to. Yeah. 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 I think it's, yeah. It's a very interesting lens and a very... I think they write characters, like, very interestingly. Yeah. Probably the most interestingly of any show. Yeah. And that's why... One of the reasons I like it. And they anyway, have, sorry. They're, they're also interesting. Like, there's a great moment... Um, when some of these events do happen, like, what what the what the people on the ground do about it is very interesting, too. Like, there's the two that I remember... A couple that I remember are um, uh, JFK... And, oh, and it yeah. was it was still the wedding, so the wedding right. still had to go on. Right. Yeah, like half the people left, which is that was such a the, the saddest wedding. Yeah. <laughs> after that, I mean, obviously, but like it was it was just so interesting, just like everyone like sneaking into the kitchen or whatever, because that's what happened. Yeah. Like, they yeah. sneak, stuck into the kitchen to like watch the TV, right? Yeah. And yeah. then it was just like two people on the dance floor dancing. Yeah, it was just empty. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That was like that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And then there was the other one, which is actually I think uh, MLK. Is his assassination? Yes. <laughs> because um, everybody had a commentary on it. Yeah. And then people got into a fistfight about it. But nobody before this, nobody had ever said anything about him in the office. Yeah. 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 And like, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. That sort of goes into like, oh yeah, all these things are like so off these people's radar because yeah. like mm-hmm. they don't have to deal with it. Like yeah. they don't yeah. like it doesn't affect their everyday lives. And like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think that's a very interesting device, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's that thought. Yeah. Um, I guess this wraps up the Mad Men section. If you were waiting for spoilers to be over, they're over now. Oh, boy. <laughs> no. If, you're, oh, if you keep pressing that 15 seconds forward button, you can stop now. I guess. <laughs> uh, also, spoilers. Another spoiler. Uh, I don't know spoilers for this show that I haven't seen. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? Oh, never mind. That made no sense. Let's you tell cut me that. Westworld spoilers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, they're well, robots. They're, I mean, that's not a spoiler, but it's, I mean, okay, so it's a show about AI, mm-hmm. and it's a show about AI gaining freedom, but also it's it's a very, it's that is a definitely a lens on humanity thing. It's um, oh, yeah. the reflection of the robots versus, versus the humans, 
is it definitely like comparing humanity uh, or like looking at humanity under a microscope. Mm-hmm. It's, it's got, it's very high concept and intellectual in that way too, because it talks a lot about, you know, this, there's some discussion of evolution and, uh, how we are or are not evolving anymore. And then uh, obviously the AI thing is just very interesting as far as like what, um, what constitutes kind of like a soul, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. where's the line? So yeah. who dies? Yeah. <laughs> uh, most characters, and a lot of them come back to life. Because cool. uh, they're robots. Okay. They're, yeah. Wait, cool. quick uh, Madman question, yes. just to bring it back. Yes. Because I don't know the ending, Please. but I heard this fan theory before season seven started that I really want to be canon. Okay. Uh, and my voice just cracked really weirdly, and I I'm like ninety nine point nine nine percent sure it didn't happen. But I remember hearing a couple people be like, yeah, you know, I heard the ending is going to be he walks onto a plane and he's just D.B. Cooper. <laughs> no, that's no. definitely not happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would have been great. Okay. I didn't think it would be a thing, but I really wanted that to be the ending to Mad Men. Is that he's just the mysterious... Is they just... The whole show was a setup for figuring out who D.B. Cooper was. Oh, man. No, no. no. Honestly... I sort of wish. I Well, I don't know. I didn't hate the last episode, but I think I hated season seven, especially, yeah. like, the first time I watched it, because, like, uh, <laughs> spoilers for you, Zach. They try and make you care about characters that you have seen in no other season. <laughs> like, all these characters sort of enter in season seven, and you're like, who who are these people? I yeah. don't care. I <laughs> kind of hate when shows do that. Uh, they bring in, because, like, a lot of shows will do that where it'll be, like, four seasons in, and then they'll bring in this other character, and they're like, this is the third main character now, or something. Yeah, who uh, who was the who was the worst for you? Because I'm just trying to... Yeah. I well, re- well, the remember. waitress character, I was just, I mean, I was just like, what what is her deal, and why do we have to figure her out? Like, I don't know. I was just like, who, who was <laughs> give this? me more Joan! What, context? Is, uh, in season seven, mm-hmm. when, yeah. Dot, when Dot starts dating that waitress... I and like this. becomes like obsessed with her. It's By the way, like, we're still doing Mad Men spoilers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, dear listeners, keep <laughs> going fifteen seconds forward. <laughs> wait, wait. So, what was the what was her name? I don't remember this. Oh, I forget. Waitress Alice. character. Alice. <laughs> I'm just like Alice. You know, like uh, that Blake show. That show. Uh, uh, no, Alice, the the waitress. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the show is literally called Alice. I don't okay. know. This is a very old. Uh, Kiss my grits. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't Carrie Russell because she was no. The Waitress no. in the Waitress oh, movie. Oh, I forgot it no. with two babies <laughs> who weren't alive as long as I have been. I'm 100 years old, and I remember Alice the Waitress show from the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> this, like, sounds, like, very faintly familiar. Yeah, it's like... Like, I've read it in the something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't know that show. I love hearing about random shows from the 80s that I don't know that I've heard of, but it's cool. One of the few oh, shows. It's a deep cut. I Here's an entertainment question. Yeah. How do you feel about people who watch like old sitcoms but like like binge watch them? Because I've never really understood that. I've tried to do I that, kinda, honestly. I kind of do, I but I kind of don't. Yeah. It's... um. Uh, I can I can understand because like like you want to you want to chill out and do nothing and kind of um, just stare at the screen mm-hmm. 
It's, you, load up, you load up a sitcom and it's like 30 minutes are over or 20 set 20 minutes are over and then it comes up again because Netflix. You yeah. Know, right. And it I, comes up. I found it's really good if you're doing something else, but it's something that like only occupies one side of your brain uh, as opposed to like, I don't know, shows that you would actually binge and want to pay attention to. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like that's what I'll do with. Cheers specifically, I yeah. think. Yeah, that's, that's a good that's yeah. a good background show. Um, yeah. I, I would um like I would cook and watch Frasier, so I'd probably get in two episodes a night approximately, maybe three. Same mm-hmm. universe. Yeah. Same universe, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I knew someone who was like binge watching Cheers, like really just sitting down and watching like every single episode, which like This wasn't this me, was, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh it was someone else and uh, I tried this is to like, do that maybe it was me well this is no I this is like a long time ago this is when people like first kind of started binge watching oh. stuff yeah. and this person so, was pioneer like pioneer binge watching yes right pioneer binger <laughs> and I was just like what like that's the most nuts thing I've ever heard because like they're not like shows like that are not written to be like watched like, yeah they're super no. episodic consecutively yeah. like yeah. they couldn't even conceive of something that like you would watch like that so yeah. like of course, there's going to be continuity errors and stuff. Anyway, just yeah. want to bring that yeah. up because that's an interesting dynamic I think we have to deal with as far like, as watching stuff. Yeah, I think like I I would be if I were to do that, it wouldn't be because I want to observe the continuity, but just to get through it as quickly as possible. Yeah, to, to get to the parts that are actually kind of more plotty and more interesting, almost. But I, I think these kind of shows, because like that's that that was my original philosophy when I was like, yeah. I want to watch these shows, and then I would get bored after like two episodes of paying full attention to a sitcom that you're supposed to be watching week by week, or like not even paying full attention to, uh, is just watch. Like if you want to get to the cool meaty stuff, just watch the cool meaty stuff. You don't have to watch everything, even though yes, TV shows are designed to have you care about characters over years. Um, I don't know. They're also know episodic, but they're also yeah. designed to be episodic, especially back then. So you have a good point. Like, yeah. I mean, I remember when I told you to watch Star Trek. I was like, this episode first, and ignore yeah. the first season for now. You know? Oh uh, no, I think yeah. where I'm at in Star Trek right now, it's very much. I I should just watch every episode. Yeah, yeah. But to start out, point. you didn't have to. Oh no, right? exactly. I've skipped so many episodes yeah. in season one and two. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Especially season one. Especially season uh, one. <laughs> but, like, I think old shows is, I don't know, unless you're really committed to it, unless you really love it. Right. And if, if you're just watching it because you need to watch the important stuff, just watch the important stuff. Just, yeah. Especially, like, uh, yeah. And like, then put the other stuff on when you're doing something else, while you're doing the dishes. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Is that, Basically, I agree I don't with know. That, yeah. Do you guys have feelings on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll just... I don't know. I don't even know if there's, like, meaty stuff in sitcoms necessarily. Maybe Star Trek is different. I think when I say meaty stuff, I more of mean, like, you know, the episodes that people refer back to a lot or are considered. Like, if you're going to watch I Love Lucy, you want to put on the episode where they have, like, the chocolates uh, and they're throwing all... For sure. Yeah. You you hit the high points and also the plot points, probably. Yeah. The the ones where things actually happen. And the really weird ones just because they're really weird. You want to watch the weird episodes. I guess I'm specifically thinking of Frasier, where I don't think there are any plot points or any standout episodes. Well, it's all I, mean, just... I mean, when when people, the ones I would think of are like when when people actually do hook up, right? 
I'd say like the Roz and Frasier. Yeah. And then then the whole Sam and Diane in Cheers. Cheers, right? I've never watched Frasier. I told myself I was gonna binge Cheers so that I could watch Frasier, what? which is something you <laughs> no, don't have to you do. Just, you just and then I realized I shouldn't you. binge Cheers. But now I'm just watching Cheers because it's a good show. Cheers is really good. I love Cheers. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just got to like the few episodes before Woody Harrelson shows up, Aww. but also. The Gosh. actor who plays coach is dead now, uh, but they haven't addressed it. So every episode, they just have a small moment where they're like, "Oh yeah, coach is visiting his sister in Minnesota," oh and no. it's like Do they look sad? really depressing. <laughs> they oh. don't because it's Cheers, and they're not. I don't know. Though Cheers sometimes gets emotional. It does. It does. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, question is okay. Do you like Diane on Cheers? I feel like this is a very divisive question. I don't know. I don't have a. I honestly don't, I don't have, have a strong opinion. I don't. Have, yeah, neither do I. It's oh. like I don't know. Like, um, let me hear your take on it because. Okay. Yeah. Well, growing up, my mom was always like, "Blah blah blah, tears." Blah blah blah. I hate Diane so much. Uh-huh. I don't know why we were we would talk about tears just on our own time. Uh-huh. But my mom was just like, "Oh, it was so much better when they got Kirstie Alley on it." Blah blah blah. And I had never really seen the show, like mm-hmm. so I was just like, "Oh, okay, maybe this character sucks or something." And then when I watched Cheers myself, I was like, "Oh my god, Diane is my favorite character." Yeah. I well, and I don't know. I think this is just because I see a lot of myself in Diane, yeah. but I'm just like, "Oh yeah, I'm totally like that intellectual, like fruity fruity, yeah. like just like like acts like they're better than every one person." That's interesting. So yeah. like, I, I want to say that. So I don't have a strong opinion on it because she just seems like. A, like a character, right? Yeah, I, I don't. I feel like I don't have that. Maybe, maybe it's like, for example, like for maybe for mom, it's like the opposite, right? Yeah, where she she doesn't see herself in in Diane. And yeah, opposite, I think she's right? most. I think she's more Rebecca. Right, if you so want to categorize people. Right, enough. so it's is it, that Kirstie Alley's character. Yeah, yeah. I'm still in like season three. I'm still watching this <laughs> oh, yeah, in you order. Guys, yeah. <laughs> stop spoiling shows for me. Well, that's okay. She's not gonna be a Frasier. Oh. She's the only character in Pre- uh, Cheers not to be on Frasier. Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, even Harry Anderson's character shows up in Frasier. Who's he's the con artist. He shows up occasionally, oh. and he just comes in, and he's always like, "You mean main character, though, right?" Yeah, he's not yeah. main character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's like yeah. a character that shows character. up twice a season. Yeah, cast Most. character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a few char- there's a few actors that are main characters on Frasier that have bit parts in Cheers. <laughs> yeah, like John Mahoney. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I'm like. Oh my god. That's yeah. that's Oh cool. that's the dad on Frasier. Yeah, that's yeah. the dad. Yeah, I've yeah. seen the R. first R. episode of Frasier. Yeah. yeah. I'll say that. And then Roz, I think, plays a reporter on one of the episodes oh, yeah? of Cheers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Wait, I think I just watched the episode where she plays a reporter. I could oh. be wrong. It's just like the actress who played the reporter. I was like, I feel like she's done a thing. <laughs> so like I don't About know. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> she's done a thing. <laughs> I don't know. There was a, there was one guest that was um that actually is a is a poker player slash actress. I forget who she, well, forget the name. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but on <laughs> a similar though. line of yeah. thinking, I love when you're watching these old sitcoms and they kind of have like somebody who was famous then, yeah. but like maybe just because you as a millennial in 2018 don't really understand who that person is, yeah, you but they come on and it like is a big deal that this person is there. Cause I'm specifically thinking of there's a moment in Cheers. Do you guys know Dick Cavett? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> well, 
Neither did I. I had to Google him. But there's a moment where Dick Cavett comes on as himself. Oh, man. And everyone in the bar is like, I'm a big fan. (laughs) Yeah. And I, like, was like, who? And I've, like, I've heard the name, I guess. But he's, uh, I think he interviewed people. He had a talk show. Uh, Okay. Yeah. 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 That's also an interesting show because the technology was different, right? So they had one TV in the corner that everybody stared at and it was a small screen. Mm. And now you walk into any bar, it's like 10 big screen TVs, like yeah. 42 inches, just like everywhere. I can't imagine going to a bar to watch the big game back in, like, if, if it was a bar that just had a small TV that you could barely see from the bar. Yeah. I don't know. That's just, but I guess you got the radio playing or something. That's, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Millennial thoughts. Millennial thoughts. Millennial yeah. privilege. I'm trying to think. Because I remember going to bars in the 90s. Again, I'm 100 years old now. Uh, <laughs> You've <laughs> aged spectacular. Thank yeah. you. Spectacles. Finally, someone said it. <laughs> um, well, no, my mom would take me specifically to like a TGI Fridays where we would play trivia. Uh-huh. And it Ooh. would be TV trivia. But I do, well, I don't know. There were definitely multiple TVs, but I don't remember them being very big. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't I know. People made that. it work back then. Yeah, yeah people <laughs> made it work. It's just, it's just so funny to think about. I mean, you, everybody's crowded around the one TV to watch it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, there's a couple scenes in, in a show like that. And they're just all staring at it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yo, guys, Frazier's got his thing on. And, you know, then they, yeah. This is like when, um, this is, I think, the first time him and uh, Lilith interact. Oh, wow. Have you, have you seen that episode? Um, maybe a while ago. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so, it's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> they're on TV while they're doing it, too. It's, <laughs> it's just, uh, it's so good. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So- so. You had scary story stuff? <laughs> oh, I don't know. These. I've just been doing this thing recently. Well, I feel like a lot of people do this. Uh, no, definitely a lot of people do this. Uh, where it's just, you know, it's October. You get in the spooky mood. Yeah. And, I don't know, I love movies. I've been, and I've realized that I have a huge backlog, especially in the horror genre of movies I've never seen that are, like, classics that I should see. So, recently, like, so what I do is... Like, I love theming movies around holidays, like, what I'm watching. So I've just been, like, digging through that back catalog, essentially, Mm -hmm. in the past month and, like, watching movies that I should have seen when I was, like, 15 Mm -hmm. uh, and now seeing them now. So, like, this week I saw The Exorcist for the first time. Oh, I need to see that. Oh, my Uh, God, I can't believe I haven't seen that. uh, Okay, academically, just looking at it in that sense, I was like, yes, this is a great movie. But it didn't give me... Like the chills, everyone, everyone's like, "Oh, this is the scariest movie ever." But I think maybe that's just because horror films have evolved. I don't know. It's but just, I saw Halloween yeah. for the first time. I saw some Korean movie last night mm-hmm. called "I Saw the Devil." It's really bloody. I saw a Bigfoot themed Harry, uh, yeah, Harry horror film. Bigfoot <laughs> yeah. themed horror film. Uh, that also was, a Harry film. It was a nice. very Harry <laughs> film, except spoiler alert. You never actually see Bigfoot in this movie. Oh. You just hear oh. him a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was uh, the AV Club review of this movie, which this one's not a classic, but I just saw it and I wanted to see it. Uh, uh, was the Blair Wit the Blair Bigfoot project, and that's a very 
apt description because they're just doing the Blair Witch Project if it was if it was Bigfoot if it was Bigfoot yeah. uh, not that I've ever seen the Blair Witch Project but I know enough about it through yeah. pop culture that's another one of my like horror film blind spots is yeah. I should probably see that that's movie that's one of my faves yeah um, I will oh also I get to uh, let you know a little Alexa story right now that you Yo. guys will probably laugh at um, uh, so uh, listen, I'm a very squeamish person. I'm mm-hmm. a very anxious person. Horror movies are not my jam. Mm-hmm. I try to avoid them. Uh, and um, uh, I was in uh, middle school, I want to say, and I was just, like, uh, there at school way too late. And so I was, like, you know, in one of the classrooms or something. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, playing a movie, and it was Scary Movie 2, and um, it was the part where the exorcist, like, girl is, like, playing basketball. You know what I'm talking about? Have you ever seen that movie? I've never seen that movie. I've only I know seen I've this. seen Scary Movie 3. <laughs> I've only seen the small part. Just seeing exorcist girl playing basketball gave me nightmares for two weeks. <laughs> wow. So, no, I've not seen the exorcist because <laughs> even her in a parody context scared me so much. Uh, I really hate demon stuff. Uh, <laughs> like, demon mm. stuff is the worst for me. Um, I love demon stuff. Love which it. is I why I thought I'd love The Exorcist more. I Like, I want to watch it again, because I keep thinking about it, because it was good. I just, like, feel like I expected something. To, I don't know. Well, I, mean, I also watched The Omen, which is a very demon-focused. Yeah. Well, the thing uh, is, there's, like, people just get more and more desensitized, because you see so many <coughs> things on TV. Like, I was yeah. watching this... Um, this uh, a documentary series called Metal Evolution, which goes through the history of heavy metal, and they one one chapter is based uh, is about shock rock, right? Mm-hmm. Which is just you know like um, just using imagery in you know Marilyn Manson, Alice Cooper, that that history of things. But it's Ozzy like Osbourne biting off a bat. Right. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you look back on it, and it's like I mean, people were like up in arms about this, really. Like it seems so cartoonish now because we've been so desensitized. And at the end, they say um, they ask people, you know, what would it actually take to shock an audience? And they're like, it's pretty extreme that the, the answer is they're like, well, maybe somebody actually committing suicide on stage mm-hmm. or like actually chopping people's heads off on stage or something like that. And I'm like, that's really interesting. It's like the shock value is kind of dead in that for, for most people. Well, that's like how, I mean, bringing it back to horror movies, I mean, like, and this a specific one we already spoke about during the Mad Men discussion, Psycho was huge back then. Like, yeah. that was absolutely terrifying to people. It was like because they had never seen that. That was not something that was, I don't know, in the zeitgeist. And now yeah. it's a very comparatively like tame movie. Like there are yeah. things in that movie, like like even just the fact that uh, two characters essentially two characters had sex. That's like a big deal. It was the first flushing of a toilet in film history. <laughs> wow. Uh, which is like that's. That's crazy, that's but a that's, thing, like, yeah. a weird thing. Because, like, I think there were critics at the time who were, like, um, who essentially said, like, oh, toilet humor. Uh, <laughs> there was one critic that she was a very, like, big critic. She was a huge uh, deal, and she quit being a film critic because of that movie. Because she was like, oh, the culture likes this now. I'm old and out of touch, because I've been doing this since the 20s, and this... This does this. I don't get this movie, but yeah. it's getting positive reviews, and the culture seems to love it. And I think I'm done. Um, 
And also just like, I don't know, I saw a video recently of people seeing Halloween for the first time, mm-hmm. which in a lot of times, like, because I just saw that for the first time, but I, I, it was videos of people seeing it for the first time in 1978 when it came out, and they were freaking the fuck out. And nowadays, that movie, a lot of it's super cheesy. Um, yeah, it's it just, yeah. yeah one, one thing they mentioned in that documentary I talked about is that they, um, that you can see anything online. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it, they say, you know, with the thing about chopping people's heads off, they're like, I mean, but even then you could look that up. Yeah. It's out there. Like, yeah. if you really want to see it. And it's like, it's, wow. It's people just become, because it's out there. A lot of this stuff, anything shocking is just kind of out there for people to Google, essentially. Yeah. Or I feel like people are getting more psychological, I think, because of that. Like, yeah. I have not seen this, so I'm going to be talking yeah. out my butt right now. But yeah. uh, a lot of people love Hereditary, and I hear that that is a lot more. I haven't seen that either. All right, so a very informed opinion yeah. I just gave. Um, yeah, um, but uh, but I think that's, like, generally the idea with, like, movies now. I think because of that, the people have to sort of, like... Uh, think of more creative ways like yeah like uh paranormal activity which is a movie i did see and did i oversleep at midterm because of it yes i did (laughs) (laughs) um uh but yeah i mean that movie there's no real like shock in it like not a lot of jump scares like not a lot of gore or anything but i mean it scared me and i think Mm -hmm. it scared a lot of people oh it terrified me yeah yeah it like because it's so good at just making it I think the movies that work the best, the reason found footage movies are popular in the horror genre nowadays is because they feel visceral and real and they get these actors you don't know. So it kind of feels like, oh, this could have actually happened. Right, right. yeah. Plus the movie is <laughs> features a man who will not listen to a woman, which feels very real to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I just interrupted you. <laughs> Oh man, no, but I get I get so pissed off at, at characters like that, especially freaking what's his name in that movie, Micah, Micah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Just being like, oh, this thing that you've suffered your whole life from. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, let's not do any preventative measures for this. Blah blah blah. No, God, I hate that. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> That's what makes Rosemary's Baby so good to me too. It's just no one, no one's listening to the one person that no like has that, even a shred the, uh, of idea what's going on. Yeah, the first yeah. <laughs> that's another one that's in like my backlog yeah. movies I haven't seen but that, should see. That's also in Mad Men too. Oh uh, yeah, I don't remember when what the context was, but that's in there. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of instead of Psycho. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I just remember very vividly an episode where Don Draper's in a theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I remember the maybe, being in a theater. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'll, I'll watch season six real quick. Get, get a refresher. Yes, get back to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, one one really random memory I have of horror movies uh, is The Ring. My only memory of that movie, other than like the advertisement of like the girl on the on the on the TV screen. Mm-hmm. Is this one? This is a, this is a re- the most random line, but I remember it so distinctly. So one of the guys goes to a library to research what's happened, right? Mm-hmm. And he needs to do something where it's like he needs the fate being a hundred years old, right? And he um, the the attendant is like, you know, he just he just gives him it, and the attendant just just asks him, you know, like, so what's your secret? You know, because he looks young and he's supposed to be hundred, and the guy just says diet and exercise. And I just cracked up at that, and I just still remember it. 
Alexa, is that how you've managed to stay so young looking for a hundred year old? I'll tell you, it's uh, three secrets. Number one, salt. Number two, sugar. Number three, fat. <laughs> <laughs> Callbacks. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never seen the ring, so that <laughs> was just my go-to. That's another one. That's another one that scared me, but just from seeing like trailers. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, oh well, now I'm gonna have. And nightmares for days, and I did. Um, I found it scary. That's actually one because you're bringing up movies that are scary and scary movie. Yeah. But I only know that movie through scary movie. Yeah. And they, that part scared me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I feel dumb admitting that. Wow, no, I mean uh, they probably. I mean, shout out to the scary movie crew. You guys did a good job because yeah. uh, you know you're bringing up all this stuff for us. Yeah. I think it was right after a scene where I think Johnny Knoxville took too much Viagra and died. Uh, <laughs> in, like, the dumbest movie scene ever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a terrifying film. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Very highbrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, All right, yeah, so what should we talk about now? Oh, uh, do we, we want to do the Steve Israel Memorial? We can do that now, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. what time do you have to go, actually, just so we know? Uh, I got to be an annoyance at eight. Eight? Okay, yeah. We, have some, yeah. Okay. we still have time, but we can we can start on that, yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, I feel like it, it relates to Halloween a little bit. Yeah, sometimes. it does. It does. I don't know. Um, the Steve Israel Memorial question okay. is, what's the... How do I phrase it? Uh, what's the craziest thing you're willing to admit you believe in? Um, the craziest thing. Hmm. <laughs> I do have a lot of uh, weird, like, little conspiracy theories that uh-huh. I've formulated myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm very I'm interested sure, if you're willing to admit it. I'm not sure if they're crazy necessarily. Like, I think the reason um, women's pants have, like, little pockets is so we have to buy purses. Um, oh, I feel like that one's true. I feel, yeah. Well, so that, that they're has not to be nuts. true. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, pretty into astrology. Uh, although I don't think that's crazy, but I do know I've been getting like very into it, like over the past few months. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so I've been learning about like moon signs and houses and all this or stuff. The, the, ex- the, the little stuff that the mainstream doesn't really know about. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's uh, not just your sun sign, baby. When you look <laughs> at your horoscopes. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, they're getting very into that. Uh, what else? What other uh, conspiracy theory? I feel like I have. Very heated arguments about things sometimes, but I uh, none are coming to mind right oh, now. No. Anyway, I'll do your birth charts right now because I love. This is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> your, uh, wait, what, what charts? Your birth charts. Birth charts. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let me pull out my phone. Hold on. Let's okay. Oh <laughs> man. I feel like astrology is one of those things that I used to know no one who believed in it, but like no, recently I'm finding like a lot of people. Are like really into astrology. And I, I kind of dig it. Like I mean, I remember. I don't believe in it, but I'm intrigued well, by, I, by. I mean, by I remember it. to to like. Rebe- uh, she didn't say this on the podcast, but I remember you were talking about it, and I was over here like uh, with her. Was that? Um, I mean, there's something to it in the sense that like the seasons where, when you're born affects your memories and yeah. like, and the classes like like the the other version of that is like the hockey effect where. The, the older kids in the um, in the grade mm-hmm. because of the because of the artificial separation between grades the older kids in the grade get more playtime and get better and those are the people so there's a cluster of people around a certain birth date 
mm. that um, are, are tend to be better at hockey or make it further. I so there's so there's something to the stuff, stuff like that. Weird so. thing I learned about that phenomenon in an improv scene because oh, somebody yeah? started talking about it, and I was like, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Okay, so, Eco, when's your birthday? Uh, December fifth, nineteen eighty six. December fifth, nineteen eighty six. Okay. Ba, 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 ba. In nineteen 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 eighty six. Yeah, yeah. That's not how that song goes. Yo, <laughs> y'all know my age now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, do you know what time you were born? Uh, I'm not sure. I want to say middle of the night, like let's say two a.m. But this is also in China, so. Yeah, that's fine. Because yeah. that's my next question: yeah. is uh, what city? Uh, Chengdu, China. Okay. Can you spell that? C H E N G D U. D. I might not be exactly right. Uh, no, I don't think it is, but it's close enough. I think geographically it should be close enough. Okay, Chengdu, China. Perfect. Okay. Alrighty, baby. Uh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay. So your sun sign, which you probably know, is a Sagittarius. Yep. Mm-hmm. Love some sags. Uh, I'm a Gemini. We're opposite signs, but we're the opposite signs that get along the best. That's the oh. thing. Your rising sign is Virgo, and your moon sign is Capricorn. And then um, just the I'll just do the fun planets. So Mercury is like uh, your communication style. Okay. And that is in Scorpio, which we're in Scorpio season right now. So. Okay. Oh yeah. Your Venus is also in Scorpio. Uh, your Venus is like how you deal with like love and uh, and I think also money or like like possessions is in that too. Okay. And then uh, Mars, uh, your Mars is uh, like how you deal with both anger and sex, which I think is very funny that they're both in the same. <laughs> And that's it, Pisces. Um, Very angry sex. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, mm. I could really just... So if you go online, they'll mm. have a whole report for you, and oh. you can like like read about what each thing means. Uh-huh. Um, but I give you, I'll give you like the short descriptions for like each thing. Okay. So your son, Sagittarius, you're good, idealistic, enthusiastic, and warm-hearted. You're independent. You have a taste for travel and freedom. You're curious and fair-minded, but you're too adventurous and leave things to chance. Uh, take risks, which cause problems. You're rebellious and sometimes tactless when offering opinions. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 And okay. then your moon is in Capricorn. Um, so your moon is like how you are sort of on the inside, like your emotional okay. sort of life. Um, reserved and cautious, attracted to politics, selective, earthy, success comes by means of other people who recognize their qualities. And then the weaknesses is material worries, savings, restrictions, does not get carried away by love. Do you say that's true? Pretty much, yeah. Damn. But surprisingly, like that's that's more true than I would have expected. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're Mercury and Scorpio. You're extremely observant and astute, always reading between the lines and looking for the real meaning behind things. Passionate in speech, excellent at strategy, a natural psychologist. Um, and then... Uh, also pretty close. Yeah. I feel like you're excellent at strategy. <laughs> uh, I, I'm terrible at chess. <laughs> Well, as, as, as chess we, isn't the only strategy yeah, game. It's true. just what just one the world has told us yeah. is the only strategy. <laughs> although, although apparently that game is more about tactics than strategy. So, oh, yeah. I don't know the difference. At least at the beginner level. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
I'll do I'll do Venus and Mars, the fun ones. Okay. Um, uh, so your Venus uh, means you're sensual and passionate. Passions run hot and cold, full of ardor and desire where the partner needs to be able to match their level, uh, can be jealous and possessive. If disappointed or deceived in love, they can become bitter, usually very loyal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mood is in Scorpio, so I for sure relate. Scorpios are insane. As am I. And then, oh, there's no short blurb for Mars, but um, uh, mild-tempered and gentle uh, Mars and Pisces people move through life in a manner that can hardly be considered direct. Mars is the planet of action and assertion, and Pisces is a passive sign that really asserts itself in direct fashion. So the placement of Mars and Pisces is an unusual combination. Sometimes prone to feelings of guilt about their anger and difficulties with asserting themselves, Mars and Pisces individuals seem to go with the flow. This is certainly not a very active position for Mars, and natives will often let life happen instead of trying to control their life direction. Somewhat accurate. It's not the most, but somewhat accurate. Because, like, I, I remember, uh, like, I can, like, when I am a dick... Mm-hmm. Which is relatively rare, but I can be. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I like an hour earlier. I'm like, man, I was such a dick. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. You want to do yours, Nick? Uh, sure. Oh, yeah. I'm very interested. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, like I said, just go online, look this up. Also, my phone is a dinosaur phone. Uh, do you need charge? It looks like a regular phone. To it's. Me. Truly a dinosaur phone. Again, I'm 100 years old. <laughs> this is an iPhone 4S. No apps oh don't work God. anymore. <laughs> I thought I had an old phone. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what, what is it on now? Like 10? It's on, yeah. I think it's technically X. the X. 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 Yeah, yeah, X. Now. But I mean, if you go by Roman numerals, that's 10. That's 10. That's 10. <laughs> Dang. All right, Zach, this might not work. <laughs> but, well, Though I was very interested. I know. I know. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I definitely related to your, uh, the thing where it's like an hour later and you become a dick, or you realize you were a dick. That's like my whole life. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm none of, I'm, I don't match any of his things, I don't think. I don't know. That's interesting, because, yeah, like, like I said, it's, it's more accurate than I, than I would initially expect. So. Uh-huh. I don't know about you guys, but I always find I know nothing about astrology. But whenever I tell people what my sign is or whatever, that they always go, "Oh yeah, yeah, no." Definitely. What is it? Yeah, uh, I'm a Leo. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I had said literally anything, you would have been like, mm-hmm, "Yeah, sure." No, that's not true. That's not true. Like if you said if you said you were a Virgo, I'd be like, "Um, are you sure <laughs> you wanna?" Okay. Oh my god, I don't even. What's a What's a Virgo? I'm very intrigued. Wait, so why? Why am I not a Virgo? Oh, because Virgos, like, uh, they tend to be a little quieter, and they need to have everything, like, just so. Mm. Like, they, um, yeah, they, like, you know, they're not necessarily, like, neat, but they do just, like, have to have things their own way. Yeah, like, I'm not a, a Virgo. Way. I'm yeah. definitely not a Virgo. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You, yep. were, you were 100% dead on. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I know myself. <laughs> yeah, Gem- Gemini is just so... For your context, just so you know, astrology that's, is real. That's your sign. Right? Yes, yeah, my yeah. sign, Gemini. Uh, we're usually uh, described as uh, uh, very talkative, interested in everything, very intellectual, very flighty, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is all literally me <laughs> all the time. Um, bored easily. That's also me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, this isn't working. I'm so sorry, Zach. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Do you guys listen to the band Wolfpack at all? I know that I know of them. Yeah, yeah. They're um they're very popular in, mu- in musician circles because yeah. they're well, very good. Uh-huh. Uh, the eponymous Steve Israel of Steve the Steve Israel Memorial Question, is who is a mu- music person. Oh. No, no, he's oh. not, unfortunately. Oh. But he is the person who told me they exist. Yeah. And that I should listen to them. Uh, but I finally started listening to them, even though they were first recommended to me like two years ago. Yeah. Uh, and they have a song, and it was literally like the song I listened to before I walked in here. But there's a line in the song that's like, uh, she believes in astrology, he doesn't believe in astrology. Uh, and it's all about like, oh, uh, but then they have like matching signs or something, and then he had... It, it's better. I shouldn't quote music that I don't remember <laughs> lyrics. Yeah. It's a good song. It's called Animal Spirits. It's a lot of fun. Oh, cool. It's about two people who are meant to be, but they don't know. They don't know. Oh, no, that's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and they have 16 mutual friends. Wow, 16. That's, 16. that's a pretty low that's, number. Yeah, that is a pretty... We probably have, like, almost 100 at this point. I mean, it's yeah. pretty high number if, like, you meet on, like, a dating app or something. That's true. Which yeah. I feel like is what that song is about. That's or true. Um, or they met at a coffee shop or something. Yeah. I, I like when people say certain certain things I like they they trigger memories of songs for me a lot mm-hmm. because um I, this happened this is actually at um at the last house team night I was talking to Delia about about her work and how she sits funny or she and then like uh how she started really uh when she started there she was really like take me as I am Mm-hmm. And that triggered a memory of like the uh, the Dream Theater song "As I Am." Wow. It's a very it's very strongly about you know being as taking me as I am. I'm. Are you guys? Because um, I've been like noticing this phenomenon recently. Yeah. In part because I'm like trying to figure it out myself. Uh-huh. But it's you know there. I feel like there are two ma- two big groups of like people who listen to music, and it's people who pay attention to lyrics and people who just don't at all. And what I've been realizing is that I'm somebody who doesn't really, and I want to be somebody who does. That's interesting. I've been trying to pay attention to lyrics more. Do you guys, how much do you pay attention to lyrics and songs? Uh, it varies a lot. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, um, I mean, I like reading them, and I like reading the stories, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't always, because, like, I listened to a Slayer album, and I didn't look at the lyrics at all, uh, for example. But, like, you know, then I'll remember... As I am, mm-hmm. I think if I know the story behind it, it's better. Yeah. Like I'll remember it more um, because there's some dream theater stuff that, like, I, I when I've read the story about it and or was walked through it more, I liked it better, and then I would like I remember the lyrics more. I will say, Dream Theater is a band that, at the stage of my life when I was listening to them at yeah. like 13, 14, yeah. uh, was when I it was because I had the physical CD, yeah. uh, CDs. You're yeah. at that age when you're just absorbing yeah, you just, every yeah band or whatever that you're coming in contact with and I would like pull out the album things and I would mm-hmm. read the lyrics. I remember I really liked the lyrics to Just Let Me Breathe. I don't remember that song. Do you know this band at all? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I talk about them a lot because I like, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a progressive metal thing so you, do you know the band Yes? Yes. So they're... Um, <laughs> hey! Hey! It's um, the best way to describe Dream Theater is if Yes and Metallica had a baby. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yes, Metallica. Yeah. Do you listen? Do you? How much do you pay attention to lyrics? Um, it depends. I think this is the same as I think this is in the same vein for me as like whether you should binge watch TV shows or not. Mm. I think it's like mm-hmm. if it was written to be paid attention to, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, and that then that is when I will be like, well, like if I am listening to I don't know, like um, 
Uh, I only bring this up because they're one of my favorite bands, and Damon Oliver definitely said this in, a, in an interview mm-hmm. once, but uh, Gorilla's lyrics, yeah. like, don't really mean anything. They're just like, oh, they're there because, like, they sound good in the yeah. song. Yeah. Um, whereas if I'm listening to, like, I don't know, like, The Smiths or, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. someone who's, like, very, like, intentional about their lyrics, yeah. then I'll be like, okay, I'm getting into it now. But I am kind of similar to you, Eco, in that yeah. I am always sort of, like, looking up, like, information about songs yeah. and everything yeah. with them or, like, you know, like, what in what sort of context they were written and, yeah. like, things like that. That's a big thing that I realized recently, actually. Yeah, because, yeah, like, I, 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 I like... I, I, the songs from musicals hit me harder, and then I, 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 I didn't completely understand why, or I didn't really care why. Mm-hmm. But then I realized recently that it's because they have so much context built into the story, right? Mm-hmm. So then I realized that like this drive to look up outside of music information about whether it's the band or like what they were thinking when we were recording it, if there was a backstory to it, and how that makes me uh, hit like uh, connect more emotionally with with music is the same thing. And then I, you know, I thought about this because I was thinking about like, um, you know, just for myself, like how do I make music that I like or how do I do that, right? How do yeah. I, and how do people operate this way? And I'm like, that's also kind of why people follow celebrity gossip or musician gossip because that informs the context of of the uh, song. Yeah. 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 That's like yeah, this whole appeal. Yeah. Or it was for a long time. Yeah. It's just like, that's, that's the musical. Mm-hmm. Context of it. It's the story. Yeah, that's yeah, the story yeah, that's being story, told. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah. I'm always jealous of people who have that. I don't know, because like I feel like I'm always interested when I hear people talking about uh, like the context of songs and like having to know all the background. Because like even with stuff that's like lyric heavy and they're clearly trying yeah. to have you listen to the lyrics, because I kind of zone out and I don't know uh, the context a lot of times. Yeah. I don't know. I was talking to my roommate recently and she's actually, uh, a songwriter yeah. oh, cool. and sh- her big thing is she's obsessed with the Arctic monkeys Oh yeah. and Alex Turner, right? Mm-hmm. That's his name. Yes. Like he's a big lyricist. He like writes a lot of like yeah. little jokes and all the songs. Yes. And I was realizing that I do, I love the Arctic monkeys, but I don't pay attention to every word. Yeah. And I did find myself after that. I was like, all right, after like talking to her a little bit about it, I was like, oh, I didn't realize that song was good because of that reason, like I thought it was good. And then I like listened to it and I was like, oh man, it's like a whole dimension. It was like yeah. fun discovering that. And I kind of wish I was much more intentionally, not intentionally, um, unintentionally that way. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know. There yeah. have been, I have an example of recently where, um, I re-listened to Metallica's Injustice for All album. I don't remember the exact reason, but I wanted to hear it with the bass tracks because there's a weird story where... I think I saw your Facebook post. Yeah, basically, um, I mean, so the story behind the bass track being not there is that um, their original bassist died on tour with them. So they were just... And they got this new guy, Jason Newstead, and they were just... It was kind of kind of hazing, but also the grief and everything. So they were kind of dicks to him, and they, they basically mixed his bass track solo you can barely hear them yikes so uh, it's still a classic album but so I so somebody actually this is, a, this is so interesting this story because so somebody made a mix with the bass track put back in and how did they do it was that Guitar Hero had some Metallica tracks maybe, maybe it was even the entire album that had those tracks in there because they have to because yeah they have it's a, diff- it's a player <laughs> yeah they have the different instruments and all that so they took that and they they released some versions online which you can find on YouTube uh, with the bass tracks back in so I listened to that 
because I wanted to hear it. And one thing is that it sounds, it does definitely sound better to me. Mm-hmm. I actually like it pretty high in the mix because it mi- fixes some of the other sonic issues there. But like now, I like in, in today's context, listening to those lyrics, I'm like, I actually connect with the lyrics a lot more today than when I originally listened to it. Because like the whole song, I mean, the, the title track is about, you know, basically the problems of the justice system or system or like lack of justice or, mm-hmm. you know, one lines is like money talking. So I like that's a, an example where I went back and now like the lyrics make a lot more sense because it's been recontextualized mm-hmm. for today. Yeah. Like I wasn't thinking about any of this stuff, you know, when I back in whatever it was like 2002 or 2003. Right. I mean, yeah. I feel like most Metallica listeners aren't thinking about that. I don't know. Well, I think the... Well, like, that's, no, that's pretty I, true. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the average yeah. listener, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. like, the big super fans. Yeah. Um, well, like, I, I've never listened to Metallica and thought about that. Really? Well, that's, I don't know Metallica that well. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I also have just said that I yeah. don't listen to music as intentionally as... That's true, yeah. Uh, I'd like to. That's know. interesting, because, like, I mean... A lot of this, a lot of the material that I am more drawn to is like part of it's at least the lyrics, mm-hmm. because what "Fade to Black" is very personal. That's a great song. Uh, "Master of Puppets" is about drug addiction, and then there's mm-hmm. there's other examples too. A lot of their like this like the load and reload era for for that's a much maligned era of Metallica. But like some of the song like it has a lower hit rate. There's not as many good songs per album, mm-hmm. but the good songs are still good. And, like, a lot of that reason for that is actually the lyrics to it. I see. But, yeah, it's, it's a lot of it's actually really personal music. Like, yeah. Um, I've been getting into, uh, well, I've, I've been into uh, shoegaze for, mm-hmm. like, a while. Ooh. And that is, uh, uh, do you guys know? Oh, yeah, so I mean, that's... The genre that's kind of... Well, the genre that has pedal boards like that. Yes. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah, it has lots of pedal boards, lots of r- really loud droning guitars, and you yeah. can't hear what they're saying at yeah. all. <laughs> like, yeah. they're intentionally sort of making it so you can't understand yeah. them. Um, and that is interesting, too, uh, because there's this one band sort of in that genre that I really like, mm-hmm. uh, Cocteau Twins. Uh-huh. And... Mm-hmm. Um, and they're so good. Like the the lead singer just has this like beautiful voice, and like, but you you can't understand her. And so like on the YouTube videos, sometimes people will try and post like lyrics, like mm-hmm. if they found yeah. out what the lyrics are or like their approximations. And people will get mad at the people posting the lyrics. They're like, "Don't you dare do that!" Like, it's oh, a weird opinion. That is well, a, I don't know. Well, it's it's because like it's. I mean, you know, this is like. I mean, they've been coming up, like, they are they were kind of popular, like, in the late 80s, early 90s, oh, mm-hmm. so, like, you know, it's been a while, and so I think people, like, have listened to these albums so much that, that they, they... don't want their um, image of what it is yes. to be. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah, I yeah it, like, okay. means something different that to actually, them. Actually, yeah. I, I can kind of... Yeah. Well, then just don't read the comments. <laughs> yeah. Um, on that yeah. note, I'm going to really quickly run to the bathroom yeah. because okay. you continue it's this like, convo. Yeah, comment <laughs> sections. Well, I mean, comment sections on YouTube are generally... Not right. good to look at. Yeah, yeah. Unless you really want to be triggered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, generally, but sometimes, uh, sometimes they're good. <laughs> sometimes they can occasionally be, but it's like it's a you know it's one of those rules that you know. Oh yeah, there's yeah. always like there's always that person, especially like yeah. in older music, where like they're like uh, this is what music used to be. It's like oh, shut oh, up, come like on. <laughs> yeah. I can listen to Harry Styles. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally get that. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we're coming up on very close to the end. I mean, Zach's in the bathroom right now. 
Um, is there an ending thing you do? Uh, we, we, we get plugs. So we just say, you know, um, where, if people want to follow you on social media, where did, where do you do that? Or your, or your teams, for, for example, or anything you want to, um, shout out to the people. Uh, uh Twitter handle is at Gersponge, G I R S P O N G E. Mm-hmm. I don't tweet very often. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, mostly uh, some retweets of some good astrology content. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else? Uh, so it will be October 30th when this comes out. Um, <clears throat> so uh, check Golden Emblem out November 8th at uh, School Mountain at the Crowd cool. at 8 p.m. We've got a show then. And uh, um, little spoiler, maybe, is that we have a little bit of a run at the crowd in December. We'll be there Thursday nights. Don't know what we're doing yet, but it'll be fun. Um, Cool. And then, yeah, you can check me and Eco out Friday nights. Friday nights at... The crowd. The crowd. We are we are part of the newly renamed uh, Simply Sugar. Simply Sugar. Yes. We're one of the house teams. We're very fun. Yeah. And you guys don't have salt or fat, so it's totally healthy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get salt and fat on our yeah. team eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are my plugs. Yeah. And Zach's. You got, you got oh, also submit to okay. crush line, please. Oh yes, uh, submit well, to the crush line. Uh, say you have a crush on me because I've never showed up in the crush line, <laughs> and I'm so jealous. Oh, oh, I've never no. showed up there. No. Oh, what you gotta do is submit yourself, and then everybody will realize that they have crushes on you. Oh, oh yeah. whoa! Peek behind the crush oh, line. Oh my god. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, these are crush line insider tips, baby. Yeah. Uh, yes. uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Like, uh, corrupt the crush line system like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's been done. Uh, but what's the, uh, what's the address of that? Uh, it's Alexa Crush Hotline 21.saraha.com. Cool. Mm. And for me, my plugs are I mean, you can follow me on Facebook, EcoLu, <laughs> Instagram, Eco.Lu, all weightlifting content. Um, I, I'm eventually gonna do some music releases on SoundCloud. It's 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 in the works. Uh, it's so far everything I've mostly completed is very metal. So if you like that, you like that. And uh, yeah, catch me uh, as the MD for a tribe called Johnny Quest. I do live beat making for them. Whoa. They're a hip hop improv group. Cool. And catch me and Alexa, as we already said, at the Crowd Theater uh, Friday nights. The Crowd. Oh, the Sugar. The Crowd. Love the Crowd. Yeah. And yeah, Zach. Oh, man. Uh, well, number one, I just want to plug uh, not getting large iced coffees at uh, Dunkin' Donuts right before you have to do a podcast for an hour. Uh, let's see. I'd also like to plug my Twitter and Instagram at First Place Burger. Um, That's a good name. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm really proud of it. It's yeah, the best part of my Twitter. It's not really worth following. <laughs> Unless you like hearing uh, <laughs> random live tweets about the hockey games I choose to watch. Uh, oh, what is Gritty? Do you know what Gritty is? Is Gritty a hockey thing? Okay, Gritty is the Philadelphia Flyers' new mascot. Is this hockey? This is hockey. Okay, good. He's a hockey yes. thing. <laughs> yeah, and he looks crazy. Uh, but also... So do most mascots. He just looks like he's also a serial killer. Um, like, honestly, if they re- like if they release a gritty horror film, that's going to be a good horror. Like, at least like a good seen- schlocky horror film. <laughs> Have you ever seen the mascot for the Miami Heat? 
no. His name is Bernie, and uh, he... And, and first of all, he wants single-payer health care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so Miami Heat is not an animal. It's, yeah. uh, you know... <laughs> I'm assuming he's not like a, a ball of fire. He yeah. is a red creature of unknown origin or species <laughs> with a basketball foreign nose. <laughs> this is not... Oh, what? Yeah. No, this is wrong. He's the original Gritty. I oh, man. I want to see this. Look at his nose. I don't like this nose. <laughs> wow. I'm uncomfortable. Wow. Okay. And listen, um, he's been around for centuries. Not centuries, but since the Miami Heat he definitely years. looks like a guy who was probably great in the 90s, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Unchanged. <laughs> Unfazed. Uh, he's a true, so the true crazy. crown prince of Miami, if I may say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, more, yeah, yeah uh, oof, I really don't have too much else to plug. I don't know. Uh, let me know if there's a horror movie that uh, I should watch that I've just never seen. Or even a spooky... Uh, like a spooky movie that's not even scary. Oh, there's yeah. Watch Blair Witch. Watch Blair Witch and talk to Ooh. me about it. I love Blair Witch. I, oh, I need to see that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know some people have feelings about found footage films, and I didn't really get oh, into but this. this. Is, well, this but is no, like the first I kind of love found footage. Me too. I don't know. There's something about it that gets me. I love it too. And yeah. this one was like the first one too, so it started that same thing you were talking about, where like people were like really freaking out because yeah. they're like, "What?" I love the. I've heard like the bunch of the stuff around because like people yeah. thought it was real and they yeah. didn't have the actors talk until like six months after it was released. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Fil- so I that like people the, could think they were really dead. At the film festival, they like put up like wanted, like uh, like uh, not wanted, like but missing, uh, missing. posters yeah. and actors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, watch it. Yeah. Talk to me about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's on the list. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't have too much else going on. Uh, listen to this podcast that you're already listening to. Yay. Yeah. All right, yeah. So from uh, Eco, Zach, and Alexa, we're signing off. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.